This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. The Joe Pags Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. Hey, thanks a lot for stopping by. There's a lot going on. Peter Navarro, bottom of this hour. He is the guy, of course, used to be an assistant for President Trump. Also, you had a lot to do with trade, our economy. We had him on several times while he was with the administration. Um, he's a good guy that was arrested the other day because he did not respond to a subpoena from this sham of a committee, this January 6th committee that is, in my opinion, um, against the rules of the House of Representatives. We talked to him at length about that and then some, so make sure you stick around. That's the bottom of the hour. For those that don't know, top of the hour is like the zero zero. Bottom of the hour is the 30 mark, so he'll be at about 33, something like that, on your Wednesday. Let's go. Yes, indeed. Uh-huh. Right, Gary? Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. See him making it happen? Polo's here, too. Give me a wide shot. Have it patch. Shaky arm, look out. The stanky leg, you can't see it, but it's stanky. Know what I mean, Carrie? No doubt, yeah. Shaky neck. Come on. I'm glad to have you here. I want to talk about um, what happened with Kavanaugh today. We'll get to that in a second. Some of you have heard about it. Some of you have been at work all day. You haven't heard about it. But let me just say this. Somebody in my in my chat room on Twitch, you can watch this show live by going to JoePags.com. Click on Watch Now. J-O-E-P-A-G-S dot C-O-M. Click on Watch Now. Say, hey, let's all take a no gas day. And no, they didn't mean like farts, but you know, no gas day. Like, let's all not buy gas for a day. That'll reset the prices and force them down or something. I guess that's what they mean. Um, and I said, nope, that won't work. And well, why not? Because it won't. Well, why not? Because I said so. I'll explain it very quickly. I'm not going to take a big, long monologue here. But I went, I got gas today in the car that I drive around most. Okay? So if you say tomorrow is National Don't Buy Any Gas Day, or Friday is, or next Monday is, everybody will go the day before and fill up their car 
and then they'll go the day after and fill up their car. It's not going to do anything to the market. It's not. It's not going to force anybody to change how much it costs at the pump. And again, saying a gas buyout day or no buy day or something would really only target the oil companies and not the ridiculous policies by this administration. I don't believe that would reset anything. That's why I say that's not an idea that would work. Because again, how many of us are like, well, Tuesday is National Buy Gas Day. So if we all don't buy gas on the day we would buy gas, well, then we'll, we'll, we'll all pay the same money on Wednesday. So I'm not really sure what we're getting at here. I don't think that would work. I understand in theory why you think it would, but I don't think it would. All right. Uh, Brett Kavanaugh is a Supreme Court justice. He was treated like absolute garbage by the left in his confirmation hearings. They alleged sexual assault that was never proven. In fact, the person making the allegations was so incredibly not believable that they had to bring in somebody that was more believable who later said, I made it all up. Um, the, the poor guy was the coach of some sort of a girl's softball team or soccer team or something. He lost that job. He's got daughters at home who were wondering what the hell they saying this about dad. Um, they just did all they could do to stop him from being on the court. Thankfully, he's on the court. Well, big trouble in Brett Kavanaugh's neighborhood today, and it has to do with some with the recent draft opinion and what is assumed about his opinion on the Second Amendment. Carrie? From Fox News, the armed California man arrested near the Maryland home of Supreme Court Justice Brett Kavanaugh Wednesday morning has been identified as Nicholas John Roski. Law enforcement sources tell Fox News. Roski of Simi Valley, California, was carrying a gun, knife, and pepper spray when arrested and had made violent threats against Kavanaugh, sources said. Roski was picked up on a nearby street after calling police on 911 to report himself. A criminal complaint obtained by Fox News shows Roski is being charged with attempting to murder a United States Supreme Court justice. He is scheduled to have a first appearance in federal court in Maryland Wednesday afternoon. He told officers he wanted to give his life purpose and purchased the gun and other items for the purpose of breaking into Kavanaugh's home and killing the justice and then himself. Roski admitted in a second interview with the FBI of his intent to kill Kavanaugh and himself, according to an affidavit in support of the criminal complaint. Roski told detectives he was upset about the leak of a recent Supreme Court draft decision regarding the right to an abortion, as well as the recent school shooting in Uvalde, Texas, and believed Kavanaugh would side with Second Amendment decisions that would loosen gun control laws, according to the affidavit. At approximately 1.05 a.m. Wednesday, two U.S. Marshals saw an individual later identified as Roski dressed in black clothing and carrying a backpack and a suitcase get out of a taxi cab that had stopped in front of Kavanaugh's Montgomery County home. The individual looked at the two marshals standing outside their parked vehicle and turned to walk down the street, the affidavit says. Shortly after, the Montgomery County Emergency Communications Center fielded a call from Roski, who identified himself and told the call taker he was having suicidal thoughts and had a firearm in his suitcase. Roski also told the call taker he came from California to kill a specific United States Supreme Court justice. I mean, you know what I mean? And you're, you're wondering, well, why would somebody be that nut? It's just a nut job. He probably wasn't set off by anything. And I've been consistent about this. And I don't think that anybody saying something, because this is the game the left plays, um, makes a normal human being go over the deep end or go off the deep end. But if somebody's already teetering, they're already a mental job, and they go and buy a weapon and have a plan, and they've got zip ties and everything else, and they're going to go and try to kill a Supreme Court justice, you start wondering, well, why does he feel that way? And let me say this. I always research what I do, and I love you like brothers and sisters. Stop questioning what I say. 
<laughs> Let's just put that out there. Because the guy didn't do it because of the abortion ruling, although I did say in the lead up to Kerry, because of the draft opinion on abortion and because of the Second Amendment, because the guy says the lax gun laws and he feels that Kavanaugh would agree with the Second Amendment. That's another reason why he did it. Please, please stop questioning. I'm not going to lie and make it up. I had the information. That's why I said that. Having said that, Chuck Schumer in 2020, when the Supreme Court got the case, the Louisiana case on abortion, Chuck Schumer found the nearest microphone and the nearest camera. And he and keep in mind, this is the Senate Majority Leader. He decided that it was appropriate to say this. He said, I want to tell you, Gorsuch, I want to tell you, Kavanaugh, you have released the whirlwind and you will pay the price. You won't know what hit you if you go forward with these awful decisions. I mean, think about it. That's the the Senate Majority Leader. He is the Democrat in charge of the Senate. He can bring cases to the Senate floor. He can bring laws and, and, and arguments to the Senate floor. He has a big voice, been there for a long, long time. And the man literally calls out Kavanaugh and Gorsuch. He calls them out. He's going to tell them what? And he does. He literally calls them out by name. Now, you got a nut job in this guy today who made the decision, I'm going to go and do this. Now, how does he know what, what Gorsuch or what Kavanaugh think about issues? He knows that because a guy he probably looks up to, Chuck Schumer, said, we're going to get you. There's going to be hell to pay. Basically, there's going to be a punishment. I mean, Chuck Schumer threatens a sitting Supreme Court justice here. I want to tell you, Gorsuch, I want to tell you, Kavanaugh, you have released the whirlwind and you will pay the price. They cheer for him. You won't know what hit you if you go forward with these awful decisions. So if you make the decision I disagree with, which is pretty much what the nut job today said, because he is for turning overturning Roe v. Wade, and because he's a Second Amendment advocate, I'm going to kill him, then kill myself in his house. Now, Chuck Schumer probably laughing tonight, probably having a martini. He probably doesn't care. But I'm here to say there is a certain level of responsibility when you have such a weighty position. Look, they're going after former President Trump. And in his speech, he said, go peacefully and make your voices heard. Let them know what you want. Go respectfully. He, twice during that speech, said, don't do it violently. Do it peacefully. Exercise your First Amendment right. Here, Schumer literally says, you're going to pay. We're coming for you. You're going to feel the whirlwind. You're going to pay for these decisions that you're making. Threatening a Supreme Court justice that if you don't do what I say do, you're done. Your thoughts, 888-941-PAGS. 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Keep in mind, the, the state police in many of these states, the local law enforcement, the federal authorities in many cases, have allowed people to protest loudly in neighborhoods, which is not covered by the First Amendment, out in front of the private home of a Supreme Court justice, which is intimidation of a judge. And they're just allowed to do it. And then it goes the next step where he can get a cab and get out in front of his house in front of Kavanaugh's house, with the intent of killing him. He told that to police. 888-941-7247, J-O-E-P-A-G-S.com. Stay right here.
Joe Pags. Thanks a lot for stopping by. I appreciate you. The Joe Pags Show, 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Thanks a lot for being here. We'll tell you about Stamps.com. Stamps.com is an absolute necessity. If you're sending stuff out through shipping, I don't care if you're a gigantic warehouse or a very small business just getting your start, you could save a bunch of money with Stamps.com. Makes mailing and shipping quick, easy, and cost-effective. For more than 20 years, Stamps.com has been an indispensable partner for over a million businesses now. And Stamps.com gives you access to all the post office and UPS shipping services you need right from your computer and get discounts you can't find anywhere else, like up to 30% off of USPS rates and 86% off of UPS. Streamline all your shipping processes with stamps.com. You go to that website and you're going to get all you need. You've got a computer, you've got a printer, you can make it happen. They work seamlessly with Shopify, Amazon, Etsy, eBay, and many more. It doesn't really matter, again, as I said, how big the the services are that you need. You're going to save a bunch of money just because you're using stamps.com. Save that money now. Go to stamps.com and use promo code PAGS. Get a special offer, four-week trial, plus free postage at a digital scale. Don't have to worry about long-term commitments or contracts. Go to stamps.com. Click on the microphone at the top of the page and enter my name, PAGS, P-A-G-S. Make that happen right now. Let me go to the phone lines. I appreciate you taking the time. Can you imagine going and, and threatening a judge, a justice, threatening somebody who's a federal official, and nobody does anything to get you out of the neighborhood? Nobody does anything to stop you from loudly and, and not peaceably protesting? And then somebody shows up in a cab, and he's ready to go and kill the justice, allegedly, and then himself, and calls the police on himself, thankfully? I mean, dude, what are we talking about here? And, and you go back to what Chuck Schumer said, you know, is that going to get into a nut job's head and send him over the top? Maybe. I mean, why isn't there an investigation right now into Chuck Schumer? Honestly, why isn't there an investigation right now? Let me go to the phone lines. David is in Iowa. David, what's going on? Hi. Joe, I'm going to do my best to not drop an F-bomb on your show. But I would love to know what the hell's going on in our country. There's going to be this stupid two-hour show on TV tomorrow night where they're going to try to make the case that President Trump incited a riot. And yet Schumer can get on the steps of the Supreme Court two years ago and do exactly that. Yes. But that's okay. Yep. Well, I'm going to let you go because I don't want the F-bomb to come out. I was, <laughs> Kara's was waiting for him to say something else, but I think the F-bomb no, was right at the tip of his no, tongue. No, don't want to have that. Did not want to go to the F-bomb. But he's absolutely right. I mean, you've got Chuck Schumer. He wasn't saying, this is wrong, we need better justices. He's not saying, I disagree, this is horrible, we want abortion to be free and everybody can go get one. I mean, he could do all that. But when he says, he names them. He says Gorsuch. I guess he couldn't say Gorsuch. Gorsuch, Kavanaugh. You're going to feel the whirlwind. Basically, we're coming for you. I mean, he didn't use, you know, some sort of elaborate language. He said, you're done if you, because of these rulings. And then some crazy person gets his hands on a, uh, on a firearm, and he's got some zip ties. He's going to go in, and I guess he was going to, zip tie Kavanaugh's hands, kill him, and then kill himself as his act of desperation 
to save the country. And it's kind of ironic that he was complaining about guns and what Kavanaugh would, how he would rule on, on the Second Amendment as he's planning on using a gun to kill Kavanaugh. And thank God the marshals were there. If the marshals aren't there, the guy might gain entry. So in other words, good guys with guns dissuaded this guy, which is what we want. We want there to be a deterrent to keep innocent people safe. But I mean, what the, what the caller says is spot on. You want to scream the F word from the highest mountain and go, what the blank is going on in this country? I get it. I'm with you. We go to Bill, San Antonio. What's up, Bill? Hey, Joe. Uh, just a quick uh, observation. Um, when the Constitution was written, there was a little uh, phrase in there that says that senators and representatives are not liable for uh, crimes during their tenure and there, and that was because of the times. However, comma, I think it is apropos right now for them to relook at that and maybe kind of modify that a little bit so that when senators and representatives do things like Schumer and blah, 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 uh, that they be prosecuted in some way, shape, or form to make them focus on running the country rather than running their mouth. Bill, I hear you, and I can, I can appreciate that. I don't know the section of the Constitution you're talking about. I know that uh, charging President Trump while he was in office and this whole Russia collusion thing, had it been real, and it wasn't, but had it been real, they could not have charged him with a crime. They would have had to impeach him and then charge him as a, with a crime afterwards. You can't impeach a member of Congress. They have to be recalled or something, or I guess you could be kicked out if you murder somebody. Um, the body has to somehow censure you, censure you, and then get you out that way. But there isn't the same impeachment process for that. There just isn't. Um, you can impeach a Supreme Court justice. You can impeach somebody who's on, who's in the administration, like Mayorkas. You can impeach the president or vice president. I don't know that you can. Oh, I know that you can impeach members of the House of Representatives or of the Senate. But I don't know about that about that rule in the Constitution that you're talking about. I'll look around for it. I don't know about that. If you commit a crime, uh, you could probably be launched. I know they try to kick Marjorie Taylor Greene out, and they and they've talked about trying to kick um, Lauren Boebert out, who we have on tomorrow, but. That would take a, a major act of Congress. It's not an impeachment. It's something else. And what that something else is, I don't have it on the top of my head. But, but if there is such a provision, of course it should go away. Anybody who commits a crime should face the charges of committing a crime. And, and it's interesting because they're talking about in this January 6th commission on how to stop Donald Trump forever running for, for office again. That's really what this is all about. They know they can't beat him, so they don't want him to run again. But they're, they're acting as if he somehow incited the riot when we know for a fact he didn't. If he would have incited a riot that day, and there are 200,000 people there that day, why wouldn't 200,000 of them go and riot? Because he didn't. And there are 10 or 14,000 hours of video we're not allowed to see. Why? Pretty interesting. Let me go back at it. Danny, Las Vegas, make it quick. What's happening? Hey, uh, my blood is boiling. Um, why are Republicans not prosecuting Chuck Schumer two years ago. They, they do nothing when this guy makes a, an obvious threat, a public threat to Supreme Court justices. I don't get it. And by the way, gas in Vegas right now is five sixty three a gallon for regular. That's crazy, man. Danny, thank you. I appreciate that. Las Vegas, we love you. I'm sorry that you're facing that. Um, why didn't they prosecute him two years ago? Well, Republicans aren't in charge of the House or Senate, and they weren't two years ago. And um, even if you're going to say, well, Washington, D.C. is its own district 
and they could have prosecuted. Washington, D.C. is a very, very blue city run by liberals from the mayor on down. So they weren't going to prosecute him either. The fact is, we now have causality. Hey, this guy went and did what he did, and he was instigated by the direct words of, of Chuck of Chuck Schumer. Not Chuck Schumer saying, hey, Gorsuch and Kavanaugh, don't rule that way. I'm against what you're saying, and you shouldn't be on the court. You could say that, but if you actually say something that incites violence, like we're coming for you, and you're done, and you're going to feel the whirlwind. I mean, that's, that's a different thing, isn't it? 888-941-PAGS. 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. we come back, it'll be Peter Navarro's own self, the former special assistant to the president, and the guy that was arrested a few days ago by the Department of Justice in accordance with the January 6th subpoena. Keep it here. Coming back. You're listening to Joe Pags. Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Really glad to have this guy back. It is uh, Peter Navarro, former special assistant to the president. He also was the guy I always went to for trade and, and the economy. And, and Peter, you're big time in the news because of that building that's behind you. And, and we've got to talk about exactly what it is this um, stupid January 6th committee is trying to do to you. But I want to start where, where you and I talked earlier. Is this committee, in your opinion, even a valid committee by the rules of the House? Uh, no, no, it is not. And I filed a civil suit to that effect last Tuesday uh, on that point of law, as well as three other key constitutional uh, issues. Now, I don't think uh, by coincidence I was uh, roughly and rudely put in leg irons three days later. But here's the here's the big picture. Uh, this so-called select committee to investigate the January 6th attack started out as a possible bipartisan, bicameral commission. Yes. Five Dems, five Republicans, Dem chair, Republican vice chair. That would have been something I think that 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 I certainly would have supported because there, there's issues like, was the FBI involved in that instigating that violence? Why did Pelosi leave the perimeter unguarded? Right. Why was Mark Esper, the Secretary of Defense, holding the National Guard too far away for a timely response? Okay. The commission was not approved by Congress. What then happened was Pelosi decides to do a House of Representatives committee, and it specified a certain number of rules as to who would be on it. It was going to be stacked Dems to Republicans eight to five. But when push came to shove, they broke every rule in the book, Joe, yeah. every rule in the book. So you have a committee which is neither duly authorized nor properly constituted, as I point out in the lawsuit. Yeah. Nine members instead of 13 uh, stacked with with, with partisans. Uh, the most important issue, and really this is this is the key legal point. Uh, there's no ranking minority member that is a mem- member of the Republican Party. Pelosi rejected Kevin McCarthy's um, names to put on there. She said, nope, not doing it. And by HRES, House Resolution 8, which is the general uh, resolution prevailing, as well as the right. authorizing re- resolution of the committee itself, you can't have subpoena power without a ranking minority member. Just can't. Full stop. Done. Over. They don't have it. 
every subpoena they issued is unlawful uh, and unenforceable. Therefore, when they held me in contempt of Congress um, and passed that on to the Department of Justice, the Department of Justice had no legal means to do what they've done because they were dealing with illegal and unenforceable subpoenas. But that's, right. I mean, that's only a small part right. of the legal case. I raise very, very serious separation of power issues. The, the, this this um, committee is, is blatantly serving a judicial function when it's supposed to be serving a legislative function. Judge, jury, executioner's yes. key mission is to prevent Trump from uh, getting into the White House in 2025. Uh, that's wrong. But the big issue, Joe, is this whole notion of executive privilege, which goes back to the days of George Washington, the related concept of testimony and immunity. These things exist to prevent Congress from summoning us up there. Um, what, what senior advisors to presidents and the president himself have is this these privilege. So uh, you have more effective decision making because that way people like me can be candid right. both with the president and other advisors. So that, that, you know, that's where things stand. I, I want to appeal right now to your audience, Joe. It's like, like I'm, I'm look, I was representing myself pro se in the civil case, but now that they've slapped me in leg irons and, and threatened me with two years imprisonment, um, I need to get a top legal team. And people are telling me it could like half a million dollars at a minimum. And so taking back Trump's America is a book I've written, I'm asking people in your audience to go to Amazon right now, buy that book. It will help support my legal defense. But it's also the blueprint and battle cry for taking back the Trump White House in 2024 and getting Pelosi the hell out of Congress in 2022 and putting the Republicans back in charge. Taking back Trump's America on Amazon. Please, folks, uh, if they can come for me, they can come for you. And we've well, got to true. put a stop to this right now, Joe. It's uh, uh, Peter Navarro. He is the former assistant to President Trump, director of the Office of Trade and Manufacturing Policy. That book is Taking Back Trump's America. Taking Back Trump's America. Go to Amazon right now. Buy the book. You're going to help his legal defense that he shouldn't have to have, to be honest with you. What he just said is absolutely true. This was an illegal subpoena. It's not really my opinion. It just is. It, there are rules on how these committees should be made up. Plus, executive privilege is a deal. Plus, they're trying to act like the, the, the judicial branch. Nancy Pelosi and Adam Schiff think that that they're all three branches and they're not go right now get taking back trump's america peter they did to you what they did to, to roger stone what they did to to, to james uh, o'keefe from project veritas they're yeah. showing up at your house or with you it was as you're getting on a plane at the airport yeah. to make the biggest public spectacle they can to i think intimidate not only you but anybody who would dare support you like i should be intimidated to not have you on my show well screw that i'm gonna have you on my show yeah. but that's really what they did right it was political theater to dramatize the whole thing when they didn't have to do that well, well there's there's really two things to note here i mean this is a very different case from james o'keefe and roger stone what they did to both of them was unconscionable. In my case, I'm, I was actually a senior White House official right. for President Trump. And President Trump has executive privilege. It's not my privilege to waive. And the law is very clear on all of that. So um, like in the, in the Stone case and O'Keefe case, you know, they took me. The, I, the most egregious thing they did 
legally uh, is, is twofold. One, the deputy attorney, Patricia Alloy, did not contact the attorney I asked her to on Wednesday okay. um, to, to try to seek a modus vivendi. Instead, they went full bore criminal punishment, yeah. public spectacle. The second thing, though, there's this, this FBI agent named Walter Giordano. Walter Giordano. Okay. He had come to my door the previous week, banged on it loudly, got me out of bed uh, to give me a subpoena. There's no need to even do that. It was like, come on, dude, you, you don't have to pull that kind of crap. And I called Walter moments after I sent the letter to to uh, to the Justice Department. I said, Walter, look, <laughs> whatever you need, you want to you want to give me another subpoena? Fine. Yeah. Whatever else you need. Just give me a call. I'll do it voluntarily. I'll do it in a heartbeat. Yeah. And the funny part here, Joe Pags, is is the FBI is literally across the street from me. So Aloy and Giordano basically were at a crossroads on Wednesday when they got my letter and phone call. They could do what the law requires on, on Aloy's part, which is to go negotiate a waiver of the privilege with President Trump or right. file a civil suit, which is the second least burdensome alternative. And, and she should have, hands down, called the attorney I gave her to call. She, there's no excuse for not doing that. And Giordano, the FBI agent, um, could have and should have simply called me and, and requested my surrender um, that day on Friday or, or maybe the following Monday to allow me to go do the Huckabee show. I'm no right. flight risk, right. no danger. I'm like a distinguished public servant. Yes. And they chose not to do that. Now, and the worst thing Giordano did, and this, this is just, this is this is like this is like Stalin, Mao, third world crap. Yeah. Okay, I'm in the gangway on my way to the, the get in the door on the plane, and the five agents take me right, and they take my phone, and I I say to Giordano, it's like I need to call for legal advice. They say no, won't do it. I, I repeatedly asked them to yeah, do you that. You have that right, Peter. I have the right. I have the right. Yes. And they stuck that phone in an evidence bag, threw me into handcuffs, and I, then I was put in, in solitary confinement, in leg irons, handcuffs, no food, no water, no nothing. And while I'm sitting there in John Hinckley's cell, they <laughs> seem to think that was a big deal. Wow. They're leaking to the press on there and trying to get their version of the story ahead. Right. Okay? I mean... There's so many things wrong with the way I was manhandled, mistreated. And I'm telling you, Joe, they come for me that can come for you. They're coming for me. They're coming for the president. In the law, it's the same thing. When they, when they try to force me to do what they're forcing me to do, it's like they're doing it to the president. That's the essence of executive privilege and testimonial right. immunity. So taking back Trump's America, folks, I need your help here. Yeah. Buy that book on Amazon right now. That's my legal defense fund. And that's what they do, Joe. They want to drain you dry. They take your time. They take your money. They threaten you. They coerce you. And they try to basically drive you from the public square after they humiliate you in it. Taking Back Trump's America is the book. Go to Amazon right now and get it. Taking Back Trump's America. Get this book and help out his legal defense fund, but it's also a great blueprint for what this country needs to get back to as soon as possible. It's Peter Navarro, a former assistant to President Trump, director of the Office of Trade and Manufacturing Policy. Peter, uh, even Obama 
continues to say that executive privilege is a real thing. It's a good thing. It's a it's something that should be used and can be used, and he's still using it to this day. Or else there'd be a lot of prosecutions that were in his administration. Yeah. So so yeah. why so why is it yeah. that you're the target? Uh, they know they're going to lose because the committee is not made up correctly. I think they also know they're going to lose because you had a civil case that was trying to stop exactly what they ended up doing. So they're going to lose yeah. on that as well. Is it just a matter of trying to scare you, trying to, as you said, bleed you dry of money so that you just throw up your hands and say, okay, I'll do whatever you want? What is it that they want? Uh, well, there's a tactic in, in China. Right? They call it kill the chicken to scare the monkey. So when they take me publicly in this way, they're not just trying to intimidate me. They're trying to intimidate anybody who won't cooperate with their witch hats. You know, that's, that's I think, um, what what it's all about. But th- th- this is, look, the American people are tired of a two-tier justice system yes. where there's one set of rules for Republicans and Trump supporters and another set of rules for the Democrats. I mean, you've got, it just, I mean, this Justice Department, right, has let a gaggle of Russian hoaxers roam free who were, they were at the FBI Page and Strzok, they were at the Justice Department itself. They were in the Brennan and Clapper in the intelligence community. Why is it that these people never saw any whiff of anything and I wind up in leg irons? It's because I was a top advisor to Trump and these people are trying to take Donald Trump out like they've been trying to do since 2016. And Joe, I think one of the most interesting parts of my civil suit on PeterNavarro.com, if you want to download yeah. it, is I go over the what's called the legislative history, which is, in terms of case law matters, of the seven Democrats on this kangaroo committee. And I show that over a five-year period, all seven of these members conspired to basically overthrow the government, to topple President Trump from the Oval Office uh, first with a with a discredited Russian hoax, next with several impeachment trials, and uh, at three at least three House resolutions designed to remove Trump from office yeah. for bogus purposes. So it, it, it's like that's the <laughs> that's the committee yeah. that we we're expected to think is going to do a fair and balanced and objective job getting to the bottom of January 6th. That's not what it's about, folks. Remember, when you watch that thing on primetime, and I encourage you not to, that's all they're trying to do is build a phony Russia hoax-type case against Donald Trump uh, based on uh, they, they want to turn him into John Brown, the insurrectionist. It's yeah. just, just come on, guys. No, this country, inflation, we can't we can't afford gas. We don't have baby formula. Invasion on the southern border. We're protecting Ukraine's border better than we're protecting our own. There's violence in the streets. I mean, they're letting violent felons go free right now, and they're putting me in leg irons for standing up the Constitution. Makes no sense. Taking back Trump's America. That is a blueprint, Joe, for doing just that. That's what we got. I need your help out there. Amazon taking back Trump's America. They will go and buy it. I, I guarantee you that, Peter. They're big fans of yours, and they support you. They support the former president, too. Taking back Trump's America is the name of the book. Go to Amazon.com and go get it. Taking back Trump's America. It's Peter Navarro, PeterNavarro.com. Um, uh, so uh, you said it a few times, and it's verifiably true. They are scared to death of Donald Trump winning again because they know that he's going to. They can't beat him fair and square. But we've got specific right. laws, Peter, on the books in this country 
um, that yeah. stops people from going specifically after their political rivals through law, through constitutional committees like this, yeah. uh, through, through congressional committees. So yes. why is it that they get away with it? And, and specifically, you haven't said names, but I'll say names. Adam Schiff has lied about yeah. Russia collusion for four or five years now. He's been lying yeah. from day one. We now know from Pluff that Hillary Clinton gave the, they gave the okay to make a fake technical connection, electronic connection through the internet between Trump both the candidate and the president, and a Russian bank that he had no connection to. We know they did these things. Why do they sit on the pedestal and they're able to question somebody like you, for God's sakes? I don't get it. Well, I, I filed a civil suit to call them into account, yeah. one of the four lines of attack against them, all of which are valid uh, and will prevail, is what you say. There's, a, there's what's called the bill of attainder, the prescription against bills of attainder in the Constitution. Yes. It's a, it's a provision that really dates back to what the, what the king uh, and the parliament did in England before we revolted against them. It was basically using the legislative process to confiscate people's property and to punish, humiliate them, and shame them. And, and that's exactly what we have here. Uh, by, by, by constructing a committee with a legislative history of five years of trying to overthrow the government, uh, this is just an extension of that. Yep. And I'm in their way because I'm not I'm not uh, interested in playing ball with them uh, when I don't have. See, the, the, the most important thing I've said from the very beginning is it's not my executive privilege to wave. It's right. President Trump's. And you know what they did, Joe? Instead of going to negotiate the privilege with Trump and his attorneys, and I said, look, if he waives the privilege, I'm, I'll, I'll, I'll do uh, whatever the president I know asks. You said that, okay? yeah. They didn't do that. We got more with Peter Navarro. That interview is not done. You can watch the rest of it on Rumble tonight. That's most of it, but we do get into some more stuff that's very, very interesting. Help him out. Go and buy that book right now. It's going to help his legal defense. He should not have been arrested. This is a sham for sure. Go to JoePags.com. Click on Rumble after 9 p.m. Eastern time. We'll put it up there then. In the meantime, we're back after this. Stay here. This is The Joe Pags Show. Glad to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Still a lot more coming your way. We've got um, Sheriff Richard Mack next hour. He's, he's, he's asking for every, every sheriff around the country to investigate what happened in 2020, in November 2020, in that election. And he's, he's telling people, look, we're finding a lot out because of 2,000 mules and a lot more. So make sure you stick around for that. Also, make sure you go and get Peter Navarro's book. Go to PeterNavarro.com. PeterNavarro.com. There'll be links there on how to find the book as well. He says that's how he's going to pay for his legal defense fund. They're hoping to, to drain him of money, and that'll somehow make him turn against Donald Trump. It doesn't make any sense. This whole committee is a sham and should be called out as such. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247. Go to JoePags.com, scroll down to the bottom, send me an email by clicking on contact, or sign up for all the, all the uh, social media that's up there as well. Keep it here. This is the Joe Pags Show.